welcome back to the Glass Seats Podcast. This is our show where two hockey aficionados discuss their perspectives on headlines surrounding the NHL, including recent stories, game highlights, league culture, and other topics trending amongst the fans. This is Vidi. My name is Bernal, and this week we're going to be doing a little Hockey Heroes episode. Yes, sir. You know, for all of you listeners of this show, we thought uh, we'd spend some time for you to get to know us a little bit better. Yeah. It's been a while since we did our pilot episode. Yeah. Looked like crap. Remember yeah. when we were recording on uh, <laughs> fucks on iPhones? Yeah. <laughs> and look, now we have mics. Now we have mics and lights. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Quite the glow. Growth. Yeah, growth. 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 Um, yeah. So we thought we'd just talk a little bit about ourselves. We're going to talk about specific players, actually, this time. Yeah. We're going to get into, you know, who are the players we like and uh, just have some fun. Yeah. So sit back, relax, throw this on while you're uh, doing Cooking your dinner. Friday chores, yeah. Friday dinner, whatever <laughs> it is. Laundry, yeah. And uh, we're just going to talk a little bit hockey, get a little nostalgic. Yeah, let's do it. So for any listeners who missed our pilot episode, can you give them a quick recap of why are you a hockey fan? So I got into it um, from my fifth grade teacher, Mr. Trent. Um, He would do kind of like, uh, let's say, you can call them extra credit games. um, And they were always sports related. So sometimes it'd be basketball. Sometimes it'd be, you know, soccer. He also had a hockey stick and a puck in his classroom. And there was just... Uh, just enough uh no friction i guess to where the puck would slide and so we would almost do like a curling type of style uh games and that's kind of where i got into hockey he was also a huge sharks fan um you know growing up in the bay area as as most most uh people are and um yeah so he really got me into it and kind of just started growing from there i had some fans who were really into it or sorry some uh, classmates who were big fans of it um as well and uh yeah so we would just talk sharks here there and it slowly spiraled into a an obsession, a very painful obsession, being a Sharks fan. So, and now you're on a podcast. And now I'm on a podcast talking about it. But we talk about other teams now, too. And I can appreciate other teams now, too. So growth, part two. Yeah. So, yeah. What about you? Uh, for me, my best friend at the time was a Sharks fan. I got into them when I was in middle school. Um, so the first... Uh, actually, I should say he just wanted someone to go to a game with him. So I went mm-hmm. San Jose Sharks versus, I believe, Edmonton Oilers. Mm-hmm. And um, the game ended up going to a shootout. There was a fight. Uh, it had every a little bit of everything you could want as yeah. a hockey fan. And the sh- I don't even remember who won, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but I was kind of hooked after that. Yeah. And that was in the middle of the 2007-2008 uh, season. Mm-hmm. So that was the, oh, first, the first year of the new logo. Yes. Yeah. First year of the new Sharks logo yeah. at post redesign. So, uh, that was the first season that I watched, um, and been hooked since then mm-hmm. was a big sharks fan through middle and high school. And kind of after high school, I started watching a lot more of the other teams Yeah, and, you know, really appreciating the strategy, the management, the behind the scenes of yeah. hockey, the analytics stats. Yeah. Yeah. And a few more years later, and, uh, here I am on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, I can't really say I appreciate as much uh, of the stats and the technical side of it i'm definitely a lot more into the uh creative side of it in terms of just you know how how are like how is the game presented how is um how are the jerseys presented because you know mm-hmm. how hockey fans and you know jerseys being art canvases as as opposed to clothing um and yeah i'm definitely more into the creative side of it and the culture around it you know i, I say it every at the start of every episode league culture and that includes you know like the creative side and and, and the again the jerseys and just how the game is presented and i don't know very fascinating to me so yeah so there's definitely two sides of it <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely my brain is not <laughs> wired enough to, to yeah. uh understand the numbers and everything but yeah. like uh you're not a big trivia guy 
No, no, I, I, I couldn't tell you trivia unless it's like from things I've seen within the past season. Yeah. I, I, there's just, I, I consume too much hockey and it, it becomes a little bit clouded, but I remember the playoffs really, really well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've noticed that. Yeah. Like you will remember like plays from yeah. the playoffs. Yeah. Like I, I'll remember generally, okay, who won what series, who no. won the cup, those things I know. Yeah. Who won the con Smythe. Mm-hmm. But like, you'll be like, oh yeah, they would have won if this one puck didn't hit the boards at that angle or yeah. something. I'm like, oh damn. Yeah. Damn, was exactly I, will, I will hold, I will hold a vendetta the way St. Louis fans hold against Bruins fans in 2019. <laughs> that's, that's how into it. I, that's at least how into the playoffs I am. Yeah. St. Louis won yeah. that cup. Yeah. And they're still mad about it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll say it like it is. They're still mad about it. <laughs> Congrats guys. You won. <laughs> first fan base to be mad about winning. <laughs> I think maybe not the first, but once Toronto wins, I I feel like they're going to be the same way. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, we won, but Nylander's getting too much money. (laughs) Like guys, (laughs) you want to trade roles with the uh, Canucks, Sabres and Sharks fans of the world? Yeah. The Arizona fans of the world. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Shall we get into uh, some of our favorite players? Yeah. So I have some questions prepared here that you got a chance to look at, but I don't know your answers, Mm -hmm. nor do you know mine. So let's start. It's been, what, 15, 16 years since we started watching the Sharks? Yeah, 07, you said, right? Yeah, yeah. so long time. Yeah. So I would like to ask you, on the current San Jose Sharks, mm-hmm. who are not great, Yeah. <laughs> but who is your current favorite player? Gotta go with uh, Tomas Hurdle. Uh, he, he's been one of my favorites since, since he uh, torched the New York Rangers with four goals. Yeah. And we got the most epic jumbo quote of all time. Um not gonna say it <laughs> not appropriate <laughs> but, for not air. appropriate for air <laughs> um but you can go look that up if you want uh when he was 19 he scored four in, against the rangers um including a sweet uh between the legs goal i think it was mm-hmm. and from that moment i was like this this kid is different until uh until uh you know his knee kind of got messed up yeah by the one and only <laughs> Dustin Brown. Yeah. but uh you know still he's still been He's not the caliber of player we expected him to be, to, to be, but um, he's definitely evolved into like part of the Sharks' identity. When you think of the Sharks, there's certain players that stand out in the core, and I think um, Hurl's going to be a, a, one of them amongst you know Couture, Thornton, Pavelski, Marlowe. Like, oh, I, Hurl, you're putting him in that tier. I, I would at this point, just wow. because, especially with that eight-year commitment that he also signed, Burns mm-hmm. along those lines. Yeah. Um, he he really was committed to the team and he's never played anywhere else. And with that contract, uh, unless he gets traded, it looks like he's finishing his career here too. So I mean, he said he wants to, yeah, he wants to too. That's what he really lives and dies by the teal. So uh, I love it. I love the commitment and uh, I wish we could win him a cup. Hopefully fingers crossed we will someday, but um, you know, yeah, he's definitely, he's still my favorite all these years later. So yeah. And fun must be always fun must be. Always. He's just so infectious. Remember him and Tommy Wingles just, Oh yeah. Tommy and Tommy all the time. Tommy and Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great combo. Yeah. But yeah. What about you? Current fa- favorite player of the four NHL players yeah. on the roster. <laughs> um, so this player has gotten flack in recent years for not being as good, mm-hmm. but he is the only player who is still on the sharks from the first season that we started watching. He's still here. Um, I really liked this player growing up. He wasn't flashy. He didn't put up points, but God damn, could he defend? Yeah. And I think he was integral to the sharks, even if he didn't show up on the score sheet. Yep. So 
And that is uh, Mr. Mark Edward Vlasic. Yeah. Yep. Um, Pickles, as he's affectionately Pickles. known. Yeah. Uh, but he was such a force yeah. defensively. Yeah. Like, yes, we talked like about... Like goalie on skates. Yeah, pretty or much. Not even you on know? skates, just like anywhere on the like, ice. Yeah. Watching him shut down plays, mm-hmm. like it was easy. Yeah. He made it look easy. Yeah. That's why he didn't get recognition. It wasn't like he was, you know, sliding across the ice like Brent Burns used to mm-hmm. or like skating all the way back like Eric Carlson yeah. used to. He was just in the right place. Yeah. You try to get past him, he's like, nope, mm-hmm. I'm going to take that puck from you and I'm just going to, you know, like corral you right into the corner. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's throwing big hits out there like Douglas Murray used to. Not throwing fights or or yeah. fists or anything. But so. he was so, so in- integral to that Sharks dominance in the 2000s and the 2010s. Yep. And, you know, he allowed players like Thornton to be Thornton. He allowed yeah. players like Marlowe to be Marlowe. Pavelski, uh, Danny Heatley when we had him, Dan Boyle when we had him. Yeah. None oh, of them yeah, could have done Dan what Boyle. they do when, without Mark Edward Vlasic. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. And personality-wise, it, it completely matches his play on ice. Like, he's just a chill, laid-back dude. Yeah. He lives in San Jose with, like, four Goldens or something like that. He, has, he loves dogs. Yeah, he loves dogs. And, uh, he loves pasta, yeah. Hates interviews. Hates interviews. I mean, like, good for him. He's a, he's a very low-key, just normal dude who likes to play hockey and does it really, or at least was doing it really well until, yeah. you know, past you couple know, seasons. Age so. catches up to everybody. Yeah, of course, yeah. But... The only reason people are even mad about it is because he has a seven mil cap hit. Yeah. So, like, and that's after like years of being, uh, taking team friendly deals. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, he, the, the guy needed to get paid eventually. He also has to retire and live his yeah. life eventually. So ideally we should have paid him when he was good, but <laughs> what are you, you know, going to do? Yeah, it's fine. It, you know, again, he took the team friendly deals so that people like Thornton and Marlowe and Pavelski and Boyle could all shine. So, yeah. And for the Sharks to have that, it was like 15 years straight in the playoffs, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Something uh, crazy. <laughs> yeah. And I have a, a soft spot in my heart for Pickles, yeah. Yeah. even though he's not great. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Know? Yeah. What about not on the Sharks? Who do you like? Oh, this is, this is honestly, there's two players I want to answer, but my gut tells me to go with Austin Matthews. Ooh. And man, that... <sighs> Yeah, I'll say it. He's probably the most entertaining. He might not be the best player in the league. I mean, he's in the conversation. Yeah, he is. But I, he's, I think he's the most entertaining. Mm-hmm. And I, I would put, I would put maybe Connor Bedard behind him. Like people in terms will, of like entertainment, entertainment, pure entertainment, like highlight the, reels. Just he's just fun to watch. The other you know name I mean? I'd put in Austin Matthews here is David Pasternak. Yes. Yeah. I mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. It, it just absolutely entertaining and just insane. Probably the most batshit crazy wrister i've ever seen in my life dude that thing <laughs> flies yeah i mean the reason he has at this point we're recording uh in um january and he has close to 40 goals i think yeah um yeah it <laughs> it's great and most of them are just wristers that the goalies can't stop it's almost the ovechkin version of it's not the slap shot but it's like the matthews wrister you yeah. know ovechkin was known for the one-timer yeah matthews is known for the wrister. the wrister yeah and it's just unstoppable goalies just can't stop it and it's multiple goals a night <laughs> yeah feels like he has a hat trick like once a month almost so mm-hmm. it's crazy yeah Ma- matthews is just the most the, entertaining player to watch the only way to stop him is to not let him take the shot essentially yeah you have to be play him close you have to put him in not ideal shooting locations yeah but then you know the man has such good vision too. He'll just pass. Yeah. This is why Toronto offense is so good. Yeah. And why the fact that they don't have good 
defense is so heartbreaking because yeah. you see how good this team could be, you yeah. know? They need they need Mark Edward Vlasic, yeah. I also just like the fact that I like the way he carries himself and, and mm-hmm. you know. The fashion? The fashion. And again, you're you're very restricted in what you can say. In, yeah, living in Toronto and dealing with the media. Yeah. So he's very quiet and laid back. But go follow him on Instagram. Go see him in Go see him anywhere other than Toronto. Yeah. And he's a very like... He's got personality, and it, mm-hmm. it's cool to see. Yeah, the, the way he carries himself is very even different. Like, yeah. Even official things he does. I think um, one of the All-Star games, he had a video with, like, Nasher from YouTube mm. of them playing Chell together. He's just a yeah, cool just, guy he's to just hang a cool out. laid-back yeah. dude, yeah. I also love the fact that he uh, paid homage to Marlowe uh, at the All-Star game oh, yeah. in San Jose. Yeah, the first year Marlowe yeah. was in uh, I was like, cause he, Toronto. Yeah, he knows, like... He, he's he's made some dumb decisions in the past, but like you know, what kid doesn't? <laughs> like, yeah. And you know, he's he's a very like he's a good dude and like entertaining as hell to watch. So mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to kind of hard to pass on that. But yeah, all right, your your turn for favorite me. player not in San Jose. So I'm gonna mention a player who has been controversial in recent years. Oh boy, um, Brad Marchand. <laughs> no, <laughs> controversial. So I should say, I think my favorite player, if I'm honest, that's not on the Sharks, mm-hmm. is Alex Ovechkin. Okay. And um, yes, he has been a controversial figure due to his affiliation with Russian government. Yeah. So I won't address that here. Yeah. I'll just talk about why I loved him as a player. Mm-hmm. And I loved him kind of growing up because I grew up in the, the Crosby Ovechkin era. Yes. You know? Yeah. And my God, did this guy have personality. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I still remember the uh, the fire stick celly that he oh. got in trouble for. Oh, the, dude, I love it though. Like, good. I'm glad he pissed some people off with it. The uh, the sliding on the back uh, around the head goal, like, and then he was like, kiss to the crowd. Yeah, yeah. away like, crowd. <laughs> I think if you just got in the NHL in like the current maybe five or six years, yeah, these don't seem like big deals to you because yeah. crazy shit happens every night now. Yeah, Michigan's, you know. Crazy deeks, yeah. um, flying, you know, people flying down the wing and snapping it. Yeah. In the 2000s, that didn't happen. No. You know, it was a, it wasn't like dead puck level, but it was still kind of grindy. No one's doing flashy things. Like, They're still enforcers. Like, you need them in the game. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you couldn't go flying down the wing because the defenseman would just, you know, slam you against the wall. Yeah. Um, you know, doing a spinorama was like huge. Yeah. And meanwhile, here's Ovechkin sliding on his back and scoring a goal. Yeah. <laughs> Was that, the, does that count as a spinorama? I mean, I don't think he... He wasn't on purpose. He fell or was tripped or yeah. something, right? And then still managed to get the yeah. goal in. And the jubilance he would see on his face every time he scored. Yeah. He was such a contrast yeah. to the rest of the NHL, mm. you know, that, you know, you just had to follow him. He was on the highlight reels every night, you know, and this was before I was on, like, Reddit or Instagram or yeah. that stuff didn't... I think didn't even exist, exist, right? Yeah. Instagram didn't. Yeah. Reddit might have, but I was too young. Yeah. So I'm getting it from, you know, what they covered in the intermissions. Yeah. And every time I'm watching a Sharks game, here's an Ovechkin highlight. <laughs> yeah. Doing something else insane. <laughs> yeah. Uh the yeah. all-star games of him just showing up with uh with Malkin with and Malkin like the two, and the two sticks. sticks. Yeah. 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 Uh this guy was such a contrast to the rest of the NHL that, you know, it was he was the first player I remember liking that i liked him because he didn't play for, even despite the fact that he didn't play for my team yeah i should say i liked him yeah um the way he impacted my love of hockey i don't think i can understate you, i'm surprised you talked so much about personality and you forgot one major moment which was the summer of ovi oh yes <laughs> when he won that cup yeah i mean the entire nhl was except for pittsburgh and vegas fans 
Yeah. Everyone was stoked about it. I know. Finally. Finally. Because like, there's nobody that deserved it more and wanted to see. And the, I think the 2018 cup celebration by the Caps was some of the <laughs> <It's legendary. laughs> craziest partying I've ever seen in my yeah. life. Besides maybe like uh, De- or um, Colorado. And when, you know, yeah. up until then, like people would always be very hush hush about their cup celebrations. Yeah. Like they didn't oh, give a they're, fuck. <laughs> they're up to something with the cup. Yeah. And you just hear these leaks of stories. Yeah. Of or, you know, they were trashed in a in a fountain. <laughs> yeah, in Vegas. <laughs> in, <laughs> and that it just kept going. Yeah. The party just kept going. Yeah. And you know, TJ Oshi chugging a beer through his jersey. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> it yeah. was it, it was the most legendary that, cup celebration ever. It was the most ever. cathartic cup win I've ever seen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I I again I've never been a huge washington fan mm-hmm. um, and honestly i was rooting for for tampa for many years i i loved watching tyler johnson play as well and you know he was he was one also one of those super entertaining players on the lightning and torch teams um but man it i did i wasn't even upset that uh the capitals beat the lightning in the eastern finals and then went yeah. to the cup <laughs> man i was like you know what you guys deserve it and i'm i couldn't be happier for that you you won it you know yeah. it was also nice that you know vegas wasn't didn't have their perfect cinderella story because yeah. I think that would have just pissed off everyone. <laughs> everyone. I mean, winning in six years still made a lot of people angry. I mean, of course, yeah. But one right off the bat, while Columbus and Minnesota have like barely s- smelled any playoff success since mm-hmm. their inception in 2000, 2000? or yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would be angry. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Even if you're like a Wings fan who's like seen your team win dynasties. And just that year, after they beat the Penguins that year, who are the oh that was that two. was so cathartic as yeah, well beating the penguins yeah. after the penguins had won the past two cups yeah no one was stopping them yeah like he was on a mission yeah. yeah you know and hopey making the save and all that oh just, yeah yeah it was a mission legendary playoff run probably one of my favorite of all times mm-hmm. yeah all right let's talk about retired players mm-hmm. you know we've watched for a long time yeah who's a player that has since retired that you really enjoyed watching uh, is it wrong that I keep listing sharks players well. This one never said not the Sharks, okay. so... Okay, then I'm, I'm going to go for Evgeny Nabokov. Really? Evgeny Nabokov. I legend... Because uh, he would have his moments where he was a little bit streaky, I'll, I'll admit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, he was uh, dealt to the Islanders a little bit later in, in his yeah. career. Um, but some the saves he would make, especially... I still, to this day, see the, the overtime Dallas save in uh what was it 2008 the, the playoffs and it was mm-hmm. they were on the brink of elimination granted they did lose in quadruple overtime yeah uh, eventually but the save he made on i think it was brendan morrow where it should have been in and his 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 what do you call it his glo- like his uh glove his glove was on the the line the yeah, puck line it was just barely and, kept and, it out, yeah right? and that yeah. was like he was he, he basically did um heart stopping highlights as a goalie before before it just became a normal thing in the yeah. NHL. Um, and yeah, it, unbelievable. And honestly, I'll, I'll throw an honorable mention to Carey Price too, for the same reason. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just I mean, watching an insanely good goalie, just, oh man, unbelievable. Those yeah. are two very different styles. Carey Price was so good because he was never out of position. Sure. He made it look easy. Yeah, but just Nabby watching... didn't make it look easy. Right, but watching an insanely good goalie is just, oh, you, you have to cheer for it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how you can't like... I feel yeah. like Nabby is a controversial figure in Sharks history. Really? Because I mean, he's still there as a goalie coach, I think. Yeah, he's the goalie coach now. But um, because, yeah, he'd have these moments, but like come playoff time, he was just never that prolific outside of mm-hmm. one or two saves, you yeah. know? And 
Honestly, I think it's because the Sharks over relied on him during the regular season. Yeah. He'd play a stupid amount of games. Yeah. I, they really did. Like, yeah. I don't know why they didn't put the backup in. Because they never had games. a good backup. <laughs> Looking back on it now. You yeah. Know, they yeah. never really had a good in backup. In hindsight, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't, I think that's more of a coaching problem than a, than yeah. his fault, you know? Yeah. So. But um, they basically, I feel like they'd just wear him out and then playoff time, he'd be gassed. Gassed. And yeah, you can't really blame that on him, so. But yeah. also, you know, the flashy saves you made at the time, I remember some people who I knew who were Sharks fans calling him a little showboaty. Ah, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I mean, come Especially, on. Especially, you know, like those cartwheel saves he used to make oh, sometimes. shut up. Those were awesome. Those yeah. were great. I, I miss those, yeah. No, those are great. Mm-hmm. I, I, and they're good for the game, too. Let's be real. Like, especially in the day and age of social media, he would have done so well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so well. <laughs> he retired a little too early. A little too early, yeah. So, um, Yeah, what about you, though? Not, uh, or sorry, retired player that you uh, enjoy watching. So, this player, I enjoyed watching just because it was, he's like, he was a freak of nature. And to see him play, it was just so interesting. I feel like I already know what you're going to say. Because this guy was massive. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> had a massive reach. And every time I see him on screen, I'm like, no way that's a real human being. Mm. That was Zidane Chara. Mm. Like, yeah. oh my God, that guy was huge. Yeah. And seeing him play, it was just like, you can't get around him. Because no. he has this massive wingspan with a stick. Mm. And if you try to go right at him, he'll body you. Yeah. It was it was a freak of nature to play. And yeah. Then, you know, I really enjoyed watching him because just I'm like, nobody else in the league can do that. Yeah. That's insane. Do you, have you seen those videos that kind of circulate now where he just, he's just a regular dude running marathons and he's, he's just massively <laughs> towering, half taller than yeah. everyone. He was what, like six, nine or something? Something like that. And on skate six eleven. Yes. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> he could have been in the NBA. Yeah. He, yeah. And, and the thing is he was like a, a reliable force too. Like he was yeah. a good player, you know, and on both ends of the puck too. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I, I kind of forgot about him, but now that you mention it, yeah, you're right. <laughs> like, what were you going to do with that? Yeah. You, He's like the Boban of, of, of the NHL or he was the Boban of the he, NHL. He reminds so. me more of like, um, who's the rookie? Um, I can't pronounce his name. Wembenyana. Oh Wembenyana? yeah. Victor Wembenyana. Yeah. 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 He's just this massive yeah. reach. Yeah. yeah. And you try to go around him. He's like, Nope. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Except he was muscular as hell too. So yeah, <laughs> I was like, how do you, how do you even build muscle on a frame that big? Which is, you do. It just doesn't look like he's ripped because I, the, the muscle's so long, but still, I guess. Yeah. But like, do you want to go into a board battle with Zidane Char? No, just, just give up. Uh, yeah. That man was a freak of nature. Who would so. men win one NHL player or really buff giraffe on skates? Mm. That's basically boy, going down yeah. the wall against yeah. Zidane Char. Yeah, I was, I like, was like, I'm going to go ahead and give it to the giraffe. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes so. you just have to laugh. Yeah. I, I would watch it and I'd just laugh. Like, oh, yeah. what was that? was insane. Yeah. You know? I also can't believe I, because I didn't really prepare that well for these questions, but I'm going to throw one more honorable mention for a retired player. Uh, it's a Pavel Datsuk. Oh, yeah. The Magic, the Magic Man. Man. Just, oh my God. I, I, I honestly thought he was better than Crosby for a long time until Crosby just kind of took that throne, mm-hmm. you know? I was like, th- I was like, this man is definitely better than Crosby. I don't know why he's not in the conversation. Yeah, probably because he's older. But yeah, I was really, I was actually genuinely sad when he retired. So uh, the, I was like, the game is not the same without him. So the Datsuk flip is still a legend. Yeah, it's still being played in like greatest shootout goal yeah. compilations. It of became all time. A, if it becomes a move in the NHL video game, I think you've made it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you've solidified your legacy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So another honorable mention to Pavel Datsuk, the Red Wings. Absolutely. So we talked about old players. How about young players? Who's your favorite, like, up-and-coming star? And I ask you to limit this to anyone 25 and under. Yeah. 
That's a t- Phil Kessel for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rookie Phil Kessel. Yeah, rookie Phil Kessel. Is he still playing in the league? I can't remember. I think I think he's on a free agent no, right now. Yeah, because uh, people he are scared of the Vegas. Iron Man streak. Oh, because if yeah. you sign him, then they're like, "Oh, you have to play him." But yeah. apparently, he's open to ending the streak. It's a whole thing. So, wow, we'll see. <laughs> Didn't know it was that that deep, but yeah, yeah. Um, no, my real answer is uh, Campbell Carr, though. I I went to a game in. Um, I believe it was, yeah, it was the Colorado or the Senators at Colorado uh, in like December or something. Mm-hmm. There's the one where Nathan McKinnon scored four goals, first time in like franchise history. More so than McKinnon, though. He was impressive. Don't get me wrong. We were like kind of pretty close to the glass and just watching just the absolute force that was Gail McCarr, yeah. who was supposed to be injured and possibly out of the lineup that game. Mm-hmm. Thank God he wasn't. I would, that wow! I was so blown away by watching, and he's also just very smart in terms of like getting a play set up as you know as d- most defensemen should be. But mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, the the hockey IQ as well as just the speed and power on that man is just <laughs> unbelievable. Something I've never seen before. Yeah, and I, it kind of attributes to as you said, the game is not so much fast or is not so much hard hitting anymore as it is like speed and skill. Yeah, but it's just it's poetry in motion. Well, yes. when you do see it, and Kale yeah. McCarr is that it, uh, it's not a, it's not a coincidence that he won Conn Smythe and you know just did so well for himself yeah. so early on. So. Every time he's on the ice, you just look around. And you're like, oh, that's McCarr making that play happen yeah. again yeah, you, and you could, again. You could take the name and number off his jersey, and you know it's him on ice. Yeah, that's how good he is. And a lot of people were like shitting on the Avalanche for losing the draft lottery that one year. They were really bad. Mm-hmm. They got Kale McCarr. Yeah, well, I that, think they won. <laughs> I think that's more on the the what was it three or four teams ahead of them? Yeah. Something like that, but yeah, I was like, yeah, you screwed up. Camel Car was the number one overall draft pick. I'm sorry. So yeah, he's so good. Yeah. So yeah, Camel Car, 25 and oh, well, I guess he's 25. I think. Yeah. So yeah. Um, for me, I would have to say Patrick Laine. Really? Yeah. I really. I, wow. I really, I loved Patrick Laine his first two seasons in Winnipeg. Uh huh. Yeah, you they, love his jersey. I have his jersey. I have yeah. his Winnipeg jersey. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the the way he played, it reminded me of a young Ovechkin who I loved mm. growing up. Right, it brought that nostalgia back to hockey for me. Yeah, and then seeing him in interviews and just the crazy shit that he would pull. You see, like the 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 pit vipers he would wear, yeah. with the suit, <laughs> the crazy outfits, yeah. the goat looking yeah. uh, beard that he had oh, for a that, while. That was a bad look. Like, I'm glad he got rid of that. But he's so himself. Yeah, you know, and that's what, I, that's yeah. what I loved. Yeah, and um. I'm still burned into um, the story of how he loved to play video games. So whenever they're on a road trip, he'd just buy a TV. <laughs> and ha- and then at the end of the trip, he'd like return it or throw it out or whatever. <laughs> Donate it. Yeah. yeah. And then I remember reading the story on Reddit and someone did the math and they're like, if you go by percentage of salary, this is equivalent to a regular person buying a coffee every day. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he just buys a TV. <laughs> I'm like, oh my, this guy's insane. I remember the first time you told me that story and I thought you were just bullshitting me. No, he just bought a TV everywhere he went. <laughs> I need someone to actually verify that because I still don't fully believe it, but also I completely believe it. So, And I know oh, he hasn't had the best like hockey stats in the yeah. past couple of seasons, but I still believe that given the right situation, he can put it together. Yeah. You know, it seemed like there wasn't a personality match in Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. He had a great first two seasons, but they always seemed to want something more out of him that yeah. he just didn't have. Yeah. They ended up trading. He's also the, so young. I don't know how they expected that out of him. I mean, they were comparing him to players like Matthews. And, that's unfair, you know, though. That's yeah. so unfair. <laughs> like, um, I don't know. But yeah, I think you, we've seen what Line can do on a good team, mm-hmm. right? 
I think expecting him to be the guy is not the right role for him. Okay. You know, but expecting him to be one of the guys is perfect. Mm -hmm. And I don't think he's had that in Columbus. You know, in Columbus, he's kind of expected to be the guy, but he's... He's like Ovechkin. He cannot set things up, but he damn, he can finish. Yeah. And every time I see him make a highlight reel, I'm like, every time, I'm like, God damn, that shot. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Um, you know, I still think on a better team, he would still shine. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that he can figure out that, um, figure out a team or a situation or Columbus can figure that out for him because yeah. I think Patrick Line has a lot to give still yeah. to the NHL. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. Yeah. I, I honestly, I was, I was surprised by the answer, but yeah, I remembering remembering the almost like Matthews line in comparisons and yeah. like almost like the weird, it, it was never really addressed by either player, but mm-hmm. the way they would battle each other as a first and second overall pick yeah. was reminiscent of, of uh, McDavid Eichel almost, you know? Yeah. Like, and, and it was super entertaining. Now the battle has become McDavid Matthews, right? Yeah. I you mean, know? that also might be Canadian media. Yeah. You know, doing their thing, but plus, yeah. you know, Eichel playing on the West coast, um, yeah, out of all those four, Eichel's the only one with a cup, just saying. <laughs> but, um, yep. The way Vegas plays with like such depth, it's not like Eichel stands out as much compared to everyone around him. You yeah. know? And then Line A is just kind of falling off the map a little. Yeah. So, yeah. It, is, it is interesting that because how how stacked Vegas is, you know, there's there's one or two, maybe three players tops um, for, for any team where like that's the number one selling jersey. And Eichel's yeah. one of them, but so is Stone. So is Petrangelo. So is... Yeah, I mean, you could. I'm yeah. sure Florida Flurry jerseys are still selling. Yeah, I'm sure they are. I'm like, sure any of the misfits, March or so, March or so. Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah. yeah. He won Con Smythe. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I, yeah. That team was too stacked for them yeah. to not have one. I feel like so. Yeah, yeah. yeah I totally understand. But yeah, Line it is. Yeah, he, he was entertaining. I mean, he still is entertaining, and I'm really hoping he can pull it together. Yeah, um, or Columbus figure something out because yeah. the NHL I think needs Patrick needs Line. Yeah, they need they need his personality too. So, all right, let's end this episode yeah. with your favorite player of all time. Piece of cake, still playing, still a legend, Joe Pavelski, Captain America, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> goddamn American hero. <laughs> yeah, I am still angry at Doug Wilson for letting him walk and signing Eric Carlson to the one of the worst deals I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I have a hard time. I don't think I'll ever forgive him. I, he did. No. I remember even when Carlson would do good things, you're like, hey. Yeah. I, I was, cause I was still, he's still lighting. I'm pretty sure he's leading the, the scoring race in Dallas right now. Pavelski? Yeah. yeah. As a, what, 38, 39 year old? Yeah. You let that man walk. He's also the best captain in Sharks history, but you and know. You do, they let him walk over not wanting to give him three years. Yeah. They, they gave, gave him two. Him two. Dallas gave him three, and now he signed another contract beyond that. Yeah, because he and he's still crushing it. Mm-hmm. I was like, this you could have gotten like four to six years of good Pavelski left, and you signed a guy made of glass. Yeah, you threw away your, and now the entire team is <laughs> dead last. So yeah. honestly, the Sharks missing out on Tavares kind of set them on the path that they're on now. I don't think the Tavares contract would have been that great either. They were willing to way overpay for that. Yeah, but so. that's what they needed. They needed a top six forward. I guess. They didn't yeah. need another defenseman, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. But uh, yeah, Joe Pavelski's still killing it in Dallas. And I really hope I can see him play again before he retires. Um, any any Dallas game, I'll literally go anywhere. Or, you know, if Dallas comes to San Jose or... So, yeah, San Jose or... Somewhere around SoCal. Somewhere around California, yeah. I yeah. guess anywhere on the East Coast. I could go to a Seattle game, maybe. That, that yeah. could be cool, too. Um, I haven't been to the Climate Pledge Arena yet, either, so... 
Yeah. Uh, Joe Pavelski, uh, easy answer. And yeah, greatest captain of all time. Honestly, in my opinion, future, I think eight will be in the rafters in San Jose yeah. at some point. Um, yeah, it, easy answer. Joe Pavelski. Yeah. Well, for me, I got to pick the other Joe. Thornton. Jumbo Joe Thornton, <laughs> Thornton yeah. is my yeah. favorite player of all time. Yeah. When I first got into hockey, he was the guy yeah. on the San Jose Sharks. And the way he would set people up, mm-hmm. like I admired, you know, I've talked a lot about goal scorers in this episode, but the setup, man, I always just loved, yeah. you know, like the fact that he would make these crazy, crazy plays, but he's not the one scare- scoring the goal. Yeah. You know, it's all to give someone else just a tap in. Yeah. Jonathan Chichu won a Rocket Richard just playing on his <laughs> I, line. I saw that stat the other day, and I was like, that is the most, I think it was what, like 50, 56 goals. goals? Yeah. And that's, let's be real, it was mostly because of Thornton. Yeah. He didn't reproduce like that ever again. Yeah. But, I mean, what a homie. Like, he probably got such a good contract out of that. Like, <laughs> he did. He played on the Sharks for another few years after yeah, that. Yeah, there you go. And, and, and never Thorn- again. Yeah. Thornton is still, I think, the only player to win the Hart Trophy playing for two different yeah, teams in the right, season. That's right. Because yeah. he won it the year he got traded from Boston to San Jose. Yeah. Which is <laughs> insane. Um, How do you fit so seamlessly into a system like that? I, I mean, mean, he was just what the doctor ordered. Yeah. And that no look pass to Marlowe is still played on every like highlight reel I can ever see. Um, in, I don't even, uh, against Vancouver or something in the playoffs. I don't even remember what game it was, uh-huh. but I can visualize the play where he comes down the wall. He's fighting, I think, two or three opposition players. He looks and he sees Marlowe is parked in front of the net. And it, during the boat board battle, he passes it backward, backhand between his legs yeah. right to Marlowe, who scores. Yeah. <laughs> Without looking. Yeah. He yeah. just kind of knows where Marlowe is. Yeah. And the, the two of them were such a force. Yeah. I, if you hadn't watched the Sharks in the 2010s, um, those two players together were... Uh, unstoppable i mean mm-hmm. granted they didn't like go that far in the playoffs every single time but i but man, you can't fault those two either yeah yeah it's all that was almost like a mcdavid eichel situation yeah but you know mcdavid or thornton being mcdavid and eichel being um yeah not eichel uh dry sidle sorry Dreisaitl. sorry mcdavid dry sidle situation um it's both yeah. actually because they were the one and two pick in 97. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> Damn. Subconscious hockey mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, McDavid Drysaddle and Thornton Marlowe, they're comparables for sure. So, yeah. And, you know, because he played at the same time as names like Crosby and Ovechkin, I feel like he was kind of under the radar a bit. Yeah. Plus, that he played all the way in the West Coast. I feel like he enjoyed being under the radar. Yeah. I don't think he liked He had a big spotlight in Boston. Yeah. I don't think he liked it as much. Mm-hmm. But, and just personality-wise, you could see how much he loved hockey. Yeah. And that was the baseline for everything he did, mm-hmm. is that he loved hockey. Yeah. You know? Um, so, I love Joe Thornton. Yeah. My, the first jersey I have, I customized to a Joe Thornton. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to have his number retired next year. Yeah. And you go to the game? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I can afford that. <laughs> Ticket price is going to be through the, the roof. way in the nosebleeds? Like, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Binoculars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and the... One of his last seasons, him scoring uh, the hat trick in San Jose still brings oh, yeah. a tear to my eyes. Yeah, that's right. Um, oh, if there's only one all more. those <laughs> commercials he did with Brent Burns, like <laughs> yeah, I loved his personality. I loved his play. Yeah, and I wouldn't be here today without Joe Thornton. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You can't. You really can't. Uh, again, going back to players that are synonymous with Sharks hockey, I think you got to throw Jordan, Joe Thornton up there, uh, probably as number two um, with Patrick Marlowe. So yeah, I mean. 
Patrick Marleau got his jer- first jersey retired in San Jose. I think Thornton that was will be the second. Yeah, and Pavelski third. Hopefully, yeah, <laughs> hopefully. So uh, once well, he's done, you know, well, <laughs> if he never the retires, then, yeah. You know. <laughs> I was like, a man's still putting up crazy consmite <laughs> numbers right now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That was a, well, it was a good reminiscent episode. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed some nostalgia. Hope yeah. you guys enjoyed getting to know us a little better. Yeah. Should we do more episodes like this? I feel like yeah. we should. Do let us know. This is great summer content. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we don't always have to talk about the here and now. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, you know, we can talk about history. We can talk about other what teams ifs. that we like other what ifs, yeah. you know, um, our favorite hockey memories, whatever yeah. you want us to know. Some more Jersey stuff. That would be nice. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Do let us know if you enjoy this episode. Yeah. Um, but other than that, we'll be back next week. Uh, this is Glass Seats. We're out every week. You can catch us on Spotify, Apple, and Google. We're also on YouTube and Instagram. Mm-hmm. At Spud Network Podcast is the handle. Uh, you can check out this show. You can check out all of our other shows as well. Uh, we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.